And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and always providing you the timely truth centered around real estate, credit, finance, self-defense, and so much more. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show, and our number one goals remain the same. We're going to educate, educate, we're going to entertain, and we're going to enlighten to help you win in any marketplace. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Now save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. 813 670 7372. And we want you to visit our website, consumerqb.com. A plethora of information available at our website, consumerqb.com. You can see links to all of our expert contributors, 80 plus show partners, the finest folks in all of Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region that we bring on the show to help you understand a little bit more about your real estate, your credit, your business, and, and lots of other things that we're going to talk about today here. And we're expecting a call from the Tampa PD representative, Janelle McGregor, as well. Uh, going to be on the phones talking about uh, different things happening in the uh, law enforcement space. And in studio, we've got Jay Smith, a Snoop Inspection, the Snoop Dog, back in the house. Welcome in, sir. Hey, glad to be here, Brandon. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming in to talk about the importance of those pre-home, uh, pre-listing inspections, right? I'm sure there's lots of people thinking of selling, so that's something they should really think about. Big time, big time. And also, we have Joe Harrison in studio, owner of Harrison Martial Arts, self-defense expert. Welcome in, sir. Hey, thanks for having me again, Brandon. It's great to be back and uh, try to help uh, educate and inform the community. And like you said, pick a fight with the mainstream media. That's right, man. So much misnomers, bad information out there. It's really bad. And, uh, you know, it's a great great place to live, work, and play is Tampa Bay. we got some hot listings here in Tampa Bay. Uh, We've got a beautiful property on Mandalay on the beach. I'd love to let uh, folks know about it. It's a beautiful listing, 1024 Mandalay Avenue in Clearwater. Two-bedroom, two-bath property, over 1,800 square feet. Split floor plan. And the north side of Clearwater Beach and you walk across the street and you stick your toes into the beautiful sand and the Gulf of Mexico. And we're giving a shout out to Brio Tuscan Grill International Plaza, our official restaurant partner. Brio Tuscan Grill, you will discover an Italian menu, signature drinks, cozy atmosphere, and excellent service, bringing you the pleasures of a Tuscan country villa to Tampa. We invite you to make your reservation today and try out the Italian menu. Enjoy the best Italian fare and dining experience. Brio Tuscan Grill, 2223 Northwest Shore Boulevard. And let them know the real estate quarterback sent you, and they're going to hook you up with a special special water with lemon they're going to take care of you over there so uh and and we got an interesting story today uh in our feel good segment dad wears in need of kidney t-shirt at disney world and it saved his life so pretty cool stuff there we got our name that tune uh coming up as well so uh, let's go ahead and jump into this jay so jay smith longtime friend of the program and the, the best home inspector uh, in all of Tampa Bay, residential and commercial as well, and, and I believe around the five counties here in the, in the market. Now, 
one of the things that I focus on is the listing side of deals, listing real estate properties. And I think a lot of times sellers, especially if it's an older building, they, they kind of underestimate the importance of getting that upfront, upfront home inspection. Well, the upfront one's going to help you determine what the buyer's going to be looking for and what they think they need to fix. As you're living in the house, unfortunately, things happen, things age, things wear out, and it happens over time. You may not even notice what's going on. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so you find that. And then, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of a negotiation right now with a, with a property that had failed some of the plumbing. There was, you know, some uh, minor roofing issues, electrical issues. I mean, it was, a, it was a plethora of information on the report. And of course, in the red ink, it says, you know, these are items that need to be repaired. So unfortunately, you know, the seller's upset because they, they, they say, well, I told you it was selling, selling as is. But, you know, ultimately the buyer will, will choose not to go through because of good reason. In a lot of cases, the insurance. Uh, well, insurances have changed a lot. Uh, in the last five years, I'd say the insurance companies are getting pickier about what they're taking. And unfortunately, there's some things that need to be upgraded. I was in a house recently that actually had um, polybutylene pipe in it, which mm. is a real big no-no these days. Yeah. There was a full class action suit to replace much of it, but there's still houses that have it. Unfortunately, the people that were selling, you know, they bought this house just five or six years ago without a home inspection. Yeah. Now, they weren't having any problems with the pipe, but it's a higher risk item for the buyer to come and get. So, you know, the current owners weren't even carrying any insurance. So they didn't even realize, even if they had insurance, they would actually be paying a higher premium because of the type of pipe that was used in the house. Yeah, you got to look through and find out, you know, some, what, are, what are those issues, especially with the older property. Uh, you see a lot of issues with the wiring as well. You see the, the old, what do they call it, knob and tube? Knob and tube. And I, I tell you what, something I'm starting to hear more and more about is roofing. You know, mm-hmm. even if you had your roof done three years ago and you signed a contract and your contract said that they were getting a permit, they don't get a permit. I'm actually starting to hear the insurance companies like, nope, wow. won't insure it. Mm. We want to see you get a permit. Now you have to go and re-permit that roof. And, of course, that's a process that can slow down the sale of the house. Yeah. Now, there are companies out there that can help you with that. You know, it, may, it may not even be the roofer. You may have to hire an engineer to actually go ahead and re-permit it and get that taken care of. Yeah, and, and that's another issue that comes up sometimes in real estate. By the way, if you just join us, we're talking with Jay Smith. He's the owner of A Snoop Inspection, and I'm your host, Brandon Rimes, a top listing agent here uh, in Tampa Bay. We're talking about real estate and the importance of inspection, and sometimes homeowners, they will go ahead and add those weekend projects to their list. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll try to get something done over the weekend, uh, maybe add on uh, square footage, add on, close in a porch, for example, and uh, close in a, a lanai. And so when that happens, then that's where you get into the situation of it's not matching what's on public record. Yep. And that, and that can be a real issue. Your square footages are off and you're not even going to get your full amount if it's not the proper square footage that you're selling. I mean, if you're right. trying to sell... 2,000 square feet, but the county actually only lists 1,800 square foot. Guess what? That's an 1,800 square foot home yeah. at this point, according to appraisals and things like that. Right. Yeah, so it could cause issues. And then what's the what's the situation? you got to go back to the county and get the bid after the fact or the permit after the fact, maybe pay some fines. Yep, pay some fines, pay an engineer. I mean, it's going to be quite a bit more money to redo that than to have just done it correctly the first time around. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, what else are you seeing out there? What's what's happening this time of year or what's seasonal with your business right now? 
Uh, of course, condos. You know, condos yeah. are going, and we still find issues in condos. I mean, if you think you're buying a condo and you say, hey, you know, most of it's taken care of by the HOA, there's still issues inside. I was doing a condo recently that um, it's an older condo built in the 70s. It only had a 100-amp panel, which 100 amps is, is enough for most of your small condos. It's mm-hmm. not a problem there. But they had switched from a tank water heater to a tankless. And a lot of your tankless won't um, work properly in a small panel. Mm. It typically needs at least a 150-amp panel. And people throw these in and don't realize some of the flaws or the pitfalls that they'll have and have problems with them down the road. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's kind of sitting on that old system. Then you add the new technology to it, it's going to pull more of the uh, amps. Especially the electric. I mean, the you know, when you're in a condo, you don't have gas. So you can't put the gas water heater in. Now you're limited to the electric. And the, the tankless electrics aren't as popular. They are getting better all the time, but they're not quite as good as the, the gas versions right now. But, you know, they're more efficient. People like that idea of using the water on demand. And it's only using the power when you're producing the hot water. The problem is when it's producing the hot water, it's actually pulling more current during that time than if it was just heating up the water all day long. Mm, I see. Yeah, so it's going to pull on it. Now, what about the SIPS panel housing? I've got an interesting listing in the northeast section of St. Petersburg that's going to be finishing up in the next couple of weeks. And it is a uh, one of these newer construction SIPS panel housing. Have you seen and worked with those much? I haven't worked with them much, but they're supposed to be a house that, that actually is sealed up better, more efficient, more insulation value, the whole nine yards all the way across the board. Yeah. And even the strength of it's supposed to be there. Yeah, he had... On uh, either the bottom or the top, it has eight inch styrofoam in the middle with the with the hardy board type material on the outside, and then on the top floor, I think it's four inch. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty thick. We were joking. We were talking about uh, maybe taking a piece of that over to Florida Firearms Academy and seeing if we could shoot a put a bullet through that thing, see if it would withstand a bullet. I don't make, know. Make sure you invite me to that. One. I want to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, we got to We got to do that sometime. That'd be neat to see if it if it would actually penetrate. How that would go because the wind ratings, the you know the uh, energy ratings, all. Of those are much better than the traditional stick built i'm not sure how they rate against concrete block uh probably you know pretty similar but they're saying cost wise it's going to cost a little bit more in the long run but it's a much sturdier uh, and the other big part is it's fire retardant there's very little wood uh in this whole structure yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's an in- interesting way of construction i know they've talked about trying to use more of that style of construction in the islands right because it'd be easier to ship the pieces like that and actually construct homes yeah. More simply than each part of the materials going down. Save there. some trees, too. I hear uh, we were talking the other day in the studio here that uh, I guess in Maine there's a tree shortage or a uh, not a tree shortage, but a firewood shortage. <laughs> you know, so you think about that. You know, think about the long term impact of all this new construction, the wood. They're trying they're trying Challenge. to take the puckies away. You ever heard the word the puckies? The puckies. Yeah, I had a friend of mine from Maine and uh, we were talking about being out in the woods or out and then she goes, Yeah, that's the puckies. I'm like, the puckies. Uh oh. That's that's evidently a Maine term. Yeah, like that <laughs> northeast, I guess down in like down in the dirty south in South Florida, they call it the dirty south, the muck. You know, yeah, exactly. The boys that play ball down there in the muck and the Bell Glades areas and all that <laughs> good stuff. But But you know, to go back to some of the inspections. The other parts that you want to pay attention to, of course, is the electrical, the issues with plumbing. And the older the house, I mean, I I personally live in Pinellas County, and of course, that's a lot of old houses. Yeah, it is. A lot of 50s, 60s homes that they're over 50 years old now. 
there can be some issues. Not much inventory down there and in Tampa Bay, so stay with us here. Consumer Quarterback Show. More from our expert contributors, Jay Smith, Joe Harrison coming up as well as Janelle McGregor. She's representing the Tampa Police Department, Tampa PD. We'll talk to you soon right after these breaks. We're going to have an interesting story as well. In need of a kidney, this gentleman wore a t-shirt to Disney World. We'll hear more about that story when we come back. Consumer Quarterback Show. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rhymes, and you're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host of The Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent here in Tampa Bay. We've got a great team here at Platinum MVP Realty, buying, selling, investing. We would love to talk to you. would love to work with you. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.com. You can search the all of the MLS listings at PlatinumMVPRealty.com. You can also do a valuation right on the homepage if you want to find out what your property is worth. There's a home valuation tool, seller valuation tool, and you can set up a drip and just kind of find out what's going on in your neighborhood at Platinum MVP Realty. Com. And uh, we are back here in studio. Jay Smith in the house, owner of A Snoop Inspection. We've got Joe Harrison coming up. He's a self-defense expert as well, Harrison Martial Arts. And uh, on the phones, we've got Janelle McGregor representing the Tampa PD. Tampa PD. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for uh, thanks for reaching out and, and joining the show here. And uh, what are you guys seeing in preparation? You got the uh, you know big events coming to town. We've got the NHL. You've got Gasparilla, and uh, really causes a, a strain on the law enforcement community. Well, we typically refer to this time of year as our parade season. And even though it's a season, we plan and we train for this year round. So in addition to um, having our officers monitor what's going on around the world, we also train with the local law enforcement that's here in our area. Yeah, that's great. Uh, what what type of training are you guys looking at logistics-wise? I mean, it just seems like there's so many people going to be in one area. Uh, what And then also later in the show, I want to talk about, you know, what can we do? What can consumers do mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and pedestrians do to be safer? Well, our training covers everything from um, how to be vigilant, how to uh, control a large crowd, in addition to what happens if there is an, an incident in our area. How do you um, evacuate the area and, and search for those individuals who are involved? So it, during this time of year, it's a full court press. It's all hands on deck. And... This is what we look forward to, making sure that these large-scale events are safe and enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keeping the peace. And uh, Janelle McGregor joining us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. Now, what can can consumers do or what can pedestrians do? What can we do if we see something suspicious? I think people need to be reaching out more, kind of giving those tips. What What are some of the tips that you give? 
Well, you know, whether you're attending a large-scale event like Gasparilla or if you're just out on your evening jog, we always ask residents to be vigilant. They are going to know when something is wrong in their neighborhoods or wrong in their space. And if something seems suspicious or out of order, that's when we tell them to not hesitate and to call local law enforcement immediately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, seeing if you see anything out of the ordinary, suspicious things, you know, that ah, I'm not sure what that van's doing there. All these different scenarios that kind of play through your head. Uh, and and it's something where you just call you don't call the 911. You would call an off uh, non-emergency line for that. Right. Correct. If it's something that um, is not of an emergency per se, then we always encourage everyone to call our non-emergency number at area code 813-231-6130. However, if it is an emergency, especially one concerning life or death, that's when you have to immediately call 911. Yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. And, uh, you know, recently this year, earlier this uh, later in the, the past year, we had the uh, the, the big Seminole Heights, uh, you know, serial killer. You know, that must have been a strain on the department as well. Any any particular takeaways from that story? One good thing about our agency is that we enjoy a great working relationship with law enforcement in our area. And that's from a Sheriff Chad Chronister over at the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office all the way up to our federal partners. And if it wasn't for their support, in addition to the community members in uh, the Southeast Seminole Heights and just throughout the whole city, um, you know, that would have been taxing on us. But because we have such a great support system here, we're able to bring that case to a successful resolution. Are you, are you familiar or did you are you aware of the, the state support? Because I know that was a strain on the, the, the budget as far as the, the HCSO and Tampa PD, I believe. Um, I haven't seen any follow up on that or heard. But were there any state funds that were given to us, any extra dollars that were kind of saying, hey, you know, here's here's to help with that that chase that you had to put on? I'm not aware of the monetary value, but I can say that we did also receive a tremendous amount of support from the governor and him allowing the Florida Highway Patrol to assist with that investigation. So when residents were in their community, they not only saw uh, the TPD blue and the HCSO green, but they also saw the black and gold FHP, too. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And uh Previous on a show a couple of days ago, we talked to the uh, Tampa Bay Sports Commission, the director uh, of the Sports Commission, Rob Higgins, mm-hmm. and we talked about Super Bowl twenty. We got in twenty twenty one. We got the Super Bowl coming back. Uh, of course, you have you know from time to time we have all types of different national championship games, uh, huge events from NHL All Star games, political conventions, and you know these are huge uh, shots in the arm in terms of economic boost uh, to our economy. And, uh, you know, kudos to your your office and, and to the PD and, and, and all the folks involved. My cousin's actually a sheriff down in South Florida in Hendry County. So the, the, the PD, the sheriff's department, you know, doing a great job on, on these big events to control the crowds and to manage it. But it's it's really a lot that goes into preparation for these huge events. Most definitely. And as our city continues to become the main attraction for uh, events, whether they be um, athletic or or large-scale parades, 
we're always going to be uh, preparing and training and staying ahead of the trend, seeing what other local law enforcement agencies are doing, those who are uh, hosting events of this nature. I can tell you that um, for the college football playoff game, we had a contingency from Atlanta here, and they were shadowing us to see exactly how we dealt with different situations. And we did the same, too, with the with the city that hosted the event the year before us. So it's definitely a partnership, not only on the law enforcement side, but on the community side as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and looking forward into the future, what do you see as some of the emerging trends or, or what what type of technologies maybe are you adapting uh, in your in your office? We're always looking at what the cut, what's out there, what's cutting edge, what can we use to make sure that our community members stay safe. And I can tell you that even though there's a lot of technology out there, you can never beat just being the eyes and ears of your neighborhood. Because again, um, it's that human instinct that's going to be able to or, or blow the whistle when something's wrong for us to get involved. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and when you look at, you know, the challenges that we're seeing more and more with with school shootings, we had another school shooting in Kentucky a few days back. Um, what do you what are you seeing in that space or, or, you know, what what kind of impact does that have on the department? That's another situation where we monitor. We we see exact we see exactly what uh, that law enforcement agency is up against, how they handled uh, the incident. We did something similar with Pulse, where we had uh, Chief Mina and some of his officers come down from Orlando to share with us what they um, used in terms of how they went up. Uh, how they went forward with handling that situation so that we can develop takeaways from that too. So it's a continuous cycle of learning and uh, collaborating and uh, staying in the know of what's going on. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that a lot of people don't understand with Tampa being a, a port city, it, it brings challenges, particular challenges to, uh, you know, for example, one of the, what I've heard is that we're, uh, Tampa Bay is is it's little known, but it's um, in the areas of um, the uh, sex trade. This you know the slaves and the, and you know those types of things. Is that is that a fact? Is that have you seen that? Well, we do have um, a member of our department that's on the human trafficking uh, task force. That's that's a, a regional task force. And again, just like any crime trend, um, that's something that we look into, something that we find, you know, what can we use? What tools, technology do we have here to keep residents safe and to arrest those who are committing these crimes? Right. Yeah, excellent. Janelle, we're coming into our break. Can you hang on with us and come back, or do you have to take off? I actually do have to take off. No problem at all. Well, thank you so much for (laughs) appearing on the the show. We really appreciate it. Janelle McGregor and uh, doing a great job down there. We really appreciate all that the uh, men and women uh, of Tampa PD do for us. Thank you very much. Thank you. And always remember, if you see something, don't hesitate to say something. Absolutely. We will do that. Thanks so much. No problem. Have a good one. All right. Stay with us here. Consumer Quarterback Show. When we come back, more from our expert contributors. We're going to have Joe Harrison, uh, some of his takeaways as well. He's a local uh, self-defense expert. He has a martial arts studio over in Clearwater. We're going to have him kind of chime in on that. we got our Name That Tune coming up. We're going to have some songs from uh, the 80s on our Name That Tune today. 
And we have our feel-good story of the week as well. So stay with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com uh, forward slash quarterback show, Consumer Quarterback Show on Twitter as well. We'll see you after the break. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, former USF football player, longtime quarterback on our sports teams. Now we're quarterbacking introductions to our 80-plus show partners, and we're quarterbacking transactions for our buyers, sellers, and investors. And we want to help you win in any marketplace. We would love to provide you uh, an introduction to all of our expert contributors, anyone that you might need. We've got attorneys uh, on our team, uh, CPAs, financial advisors, different ways that we can help you throughout the process, all types of home services. We've got uh, you know doctors involved with the show. Uh, so we would love to have you uh, reach out to our hotline, 813-670-7372. Don't forget our number, 813-670-7372. And you can check out our website as well. You can submit a form at ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You'll see links to all of our expert contributors there. And let's give a shout-out to our official cleaning partner. It's Mary Maids here in Tampa. The official cleaning partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show is Mary Maids. Relax, it's done is the tagline. And we would love for you to check them out, reach out to them. And they've got services in Tampa Bay, and they are all over the Bay Area. So reach out to Mary Maids. And if you don't have much energy after work, you know, let them come in and, and handle the cleanup. And that way you can focus on your core competencies of your business or whatever it is that you do. Merry Maids, relax, it's done. All right, back here in studio, we've got Jay Smith, A Snoop Inspection. We got Joe Harrison, Harrison Martial Arts as well. And uh, Janelle McGregor from the Tampa PD was just talking about. You know, some of the concerns, different events, different things happening in, in the Tampa Bay market uh, from a law enforcement perspective. And I know you're kind of in tune with that community as well, Joe. Oh, I'm very in tune with that community. I, you know, I help a lot of uh, different officers uh, try to get a lot more proficient in their tactical abilities and things like that. So that helps them on the street when they're doing just, you know, routine stuff. So uh, I have a deep appreciation for the law enforcement community, the military community, and anybody that has to do with protecting others. Yeah. Um, but my other passion is making sure that people can protect themselves. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's going to take a little while for the law enforcement, you know, for uh, LEO to show up at, at any incident. You know, as soon as you make that phone call and as soon as you report something, there's a lot of time that goes by. We're talking, yeah. it could be three, seven, ten minutes, maybe longer before an officer can show up to, you know, to, uh, you know, address the incident. And those are the longest minutes of your life. Those are the longest minutes <laughs> you're of your life. If you're ever in that life. situation. Right? right, exactly. So my... My business, that's why it exists, to help you with those minutes yeah. before they get there. Okay. Yeah. Now, when they get there, obviously, they're, you know, the issue is a lot different. That's off, that's off of my plate and off of my business. But while you are waiting uh, for, that, uh, for that solution, 
Uh, my business is dedicated to making sure people have their own solutions readily available at that moment. Yeah. And what I mean by solutions is both physical or uh, physical, mental, emotional, everything. Okay, uh, you have to be trained not only to be able to deal with incidents like these, but also uh, incidences that haven't happened yet. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and unfortunately, in the last couple of days, I think it was on the twenty third. It was when we had that Kentucky shooting yeah. at that high school. Uh, two people were killed. I think uh, between fourteen and sixteen people were were, at, were injured, and uh, it was a it was a pretty horrible incident. Who was the perp? Um, I think uh, I was. I haven't his name. They haven't so far. I haven't got his name yet, but I know they caught him. I know they they did take him. Was into, it was it like a disgruntled employee? Um, or? From what I understand, he was he was he was twenty one years old, so he wasn't actually an, an active student there. Uh, but I'm still I'm still reading into the story. But yeah. Um, he was hiding. From my understanding, he was hiding in a, in a janitor's room or a, or a, or, a, or a small closet or something wow. like that. And then uh, because he was identified very quickly by another official on on site, and then when he was identified, he went and, and he hit he hit. This is the story I read. Wow. So it could have it could have changed. I don't know, but he did he did hide. And when he when he uh, when he came out, that's when he commenced shooting. And you know, unfortunately, two people lost their lives. He was he was caught and apprehended and and all that. But what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go over some numbers because I think that helps the community understand the severity of, you know, the school shootings as they stand right now. Sure. And um, so, so far, 142 school shootings have happened in the U.S. since the Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook incident in 2012. That's an average of one school shooting per week. Wow. So we're talking, I mean, that's startling. That's just, if that doesn't, as a parent, if that doesn't really, really take you off your seat i don't know what does that's crazy um, you don't hear about that as much no, well yeah there's the, there's the incidences that you hear about and then there's the ones that you don't so if you were to combine all those i mean it'd be a, it'd probably be like one per day <laughs> wow um so nearly 53 percent of identified shootings have taken place in k-12 through schools 47 percent took place on college or university campuses uh in 95 uh, incidences over half of the perp- over half the perpetrators meant uh intentionally injured or killed at least one other person with a gun Mm. Um, there have been over 142 school shootings in America since tw- uh, 2013. It's becoming more commonplace. It's becoming, um, it's, for whatever reasons, it's becoming a more common response uh, for people that are looking to do, you know, obviously some kind of harm. And they're they're targeting crowded situations, uh, you know, schools, campuses, any kind of crowded situation. So uh, I guess if you could call it good news, the good news would be that, we're narrowing it down to, you know, this is happening in crowded situations. Yeah, the, or the Vegas condensed, shooting was one of yeah, the worst, yeah, right? I mean, he... That's it. In con- in condensed areas where people are all in one place at one time, and, and it's a crowded situation. And um, uh, and I would like to say one thing uh, here on the radio to a lot of people listening is that I know that a lot of you believe that we need more good people in the world, and I wish that was true. But as much as it we want it to be true that what, what we really need is more trained people, mm-hmm. not more good people. And the reason yeah. why I say that, I mean, yes, we need more good people. We always need more good people, right? But we need more trained people. Yeah. We need more people that are trained to identify these types of threats prior to right. them happening, these types of people, these types of behaviors. Right. We need more trained people, not good people. Yeah. We, need the, we need all the good people that are currently here to be better trained. Right. Okay. Uh, the reason why I say that is because uh, the bad people don't have to outnumber us to win. Mm-hmm. 
that's why it's it's really no point for us to have more good people because yeah. the bad people don't have to outnumber us. It only yeah. takes a couple of them to kill a crowd of fifty or sixty or hundred people. It doesn't. It's like the terrorist it, act of nine eleven. Yeah, you know, it, it didn't take that many. It's a handful of people. Yeah, that put all that they together. needed was a plan of action and a, and commitment. That's it. Yep. And uh, and and they did it. And and today that still stands is that it only takes you know a couple of people to really cause some serious harm and damage and and tragedy to so many of us good people. That's right. Um. So my advice to parents and even advice to uh, to the students in all of these schools, whether you're in middle school, I mean, obviously I can't really give advice to, to elementary school kids because, you know, they're not, they're just not there yet. They're not yeah. going to understand a lot. So uh, middle school, high school kids, just keep a really close eye on your friends Yeah. because more than 80% of the situations that happen in domestic violence situations, even these school shootings are going to happen uh, uh, with people that you already know. Right. You've already been around them. You've already talked to them. You've probably already hung out with them. You have to look for behavioral changes in these people. When they start to experience things in life that they can't deal with or can't handle, uh, maybe they got dumped by a girlfriend. Maybe they're having trouble at home. When, when your friends, male or female, start talking about serious problems in their life that are really seriously bothering them, I think that you should go to somebody like a counselor and talk to them and say, look, I want to report something anonymously. Yep. I have a friend who's having some serious home issues friend issues, uh, breakup issues, go ahead and, ta- and and just get that out, report yeah. that to those people. So then the counselors can pull that student into the office and say, hey, you know, is there, is there anything you want to talk to us about? Yep. Because that's what it really is. They got to get this stuff off their chest. Because a lot of times can't. you'll hear that yeah. as, as the backstory. Like people will say, oh, well, I kind of remember them saying this. Yeah, and they don't know? say anything. And yeah. I think it's because they're afraid that, they're, that they'll lose a friend if they basically – yeah. In, a, in essence, it sounds like they're tattling on them. Right. And I think that they got to take a different stance. So these days, uh, if uh, especially as students in high school, college, middle school, whatever, go ahead and just report it. You don't have to turn your friend in. Yep. Just make sure that somebody knows that they're having problems. Anonymously. Ano- yeah, anonymously. Yep. Just let them know. And, and tell somebody who you think that can help that other person. Because you might save the lives of hundreds of people. If you report that your friend is having problems, yeah. maybe you could even call his parents and say, hey, look, you know, I was hanging out with uh, Jimmy or Susie today and he was talking about this or that, you know, and just make it an understanding because maybe the parents can get involved a lot sooner. Yeah. So I think the communication factor can really help uh, mitigate these problems and, and, and prevent them from happening. Yeah, Joe Harrison here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. Now, Joe is a uh, self-defense expert, martial arts expert, and he has a uh, awesome uh, studio over in Clearwater and can help you with a lot of these ways. So, right. Joe, let's shift a little bit of gear. Sure. You know, you do training in a lot of different areas. You do right. hand-to-hand. Uh, you do the weapons. You do yep. the flexible weapons. Yep. Let's talk a little bit about how we can engage if somebody's wanting to take action. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think the first thing is your, your ability to identify, um, identify, you know, Pre-assault indicators is, mm-hmm. is what it's commonly known as. Pre-assault indicators, and usually that comes from a behavioral change in people. Um, you know, you can, uh, if you're not trained to do it, it's going to be hard to catch. And right. that's why you got to take on professional, you know, instruction and training and things like that. Uh, if you can't identify those behavioral changes in people or pre-assault indicators, um, then you probably should start considering, first thing you got to consider is your overall health. Let me give you an example. If, if I told somebody right now to sit down on the ground, and sit in a crisscross position or just sit like they're sitting in a park. And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to get a stopwatch and I want to see how long it takes you to get to your feet. If right. it takes you longer than two seconds to get to your feet, right. You might have a health problem. And what I mean by health problem is your physical mobility, right? If you can't move fast enough to be able to take care of an emergency situation, you're already a victim Yeah, because you can't move. 
Well, the You're cardio goes first. You know, the cardio, the cardiovascular is gone. I mean, Immediately, if it gets into a situation where it's where it's a, a wrestling match or a fight, right. most people aren't going to have the cardiovascular to even take it more than two or three minutes. Right, and then obviously this goes this goes back to you know how how do you live your life on a daily basis? Yeah. What do you eat? Do you exercise? Yeah. Where's your mental health? Because it's so easy these days for everybody to have a mental health issue. You That's know? right. Yep, there's a lot of challenges out there, and there's a lot of opportunities. So today we're talking about self-defense and how you can protect yourself. And uh, more from our expert contributors, we're going to have Jay Smith coming back into the conversation here when we come back. Name that tune. We're going to have some fun with you in our Name That Tune segment. And we got our feel-good story of the week as well. Dad wears in need of kidney t-shirt at Disney World, and it saves his life. Find out about that story when we come back. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Realty, ConsumerQB.com. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Let's give a shout-out to Kipton's, the Hotel Zamora on beautiful St. Pete Beach. This is the first new hotel built on St. Pete Beach in decades. You've got some beautiful Spanish ancestry meets cool Mediterranean attitude. Whitewashed Mediterranean Palace. you got the Castile Restaurant right on site. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Go check them out. Even if you don't stay there, just go have a breakfast, a nice lunch, or dinner there. And then take it up to the Rooftop 360 Lounge where you will enjoy the beautiful 360 views of the Gulf of Mexico and the Intercoastal Waterways. know the real estate quarterback sent you and you're going to get 20% off of your room stay over at Kimpton's, the Hotel Zamora on beautiful St. Pete Beach. All right, we're back here in studio. We got Jay Smith in the house. He's the owner of A Snoop Inspection. We got Joe Harrison, owner of Harrison Martial Arts. And I want to talk to you as well, Jay, maybe take some of your takeaways from the the self-defense talk and the uh, Janelle McGregor from the Tampa PD. Any takeaways from that? Uh, Well, I mean, I agree. I mean, there's always going to be bad people in this world and the better prepared you are, you know, the easier it's going to be to take care of a problem when it comes up. That's right. If you're not prepared, there's not a whole lot you can do. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be prepared. You got to get the concealed weapons permit. If you're not, right. uh, you know, if you're not scared to do that, if you're one of those that understand it right. uh, before they take it away, you know, it's a right that could be taken away at any well, day. And that was the other point I was going to bring up is that, you know, uh, during one seminar workshop I did, I put like, I think it was like 15, 20 different weapons on the table. And one of them was a firearm. And I said, you see, the difference between most of you and myself is that if they take this one, I still have 16 others. Yeah. So you guys are afraid that if they find a way, which they can't, which they won't, but even if they did hypothetically, they were able to completely and totally remove the firearms from the American equation. I mean, there's so many other options. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to, to end another person's life. The firearms mm-hmm. just one of them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and the other thing I'll say is that there's no such thing as, as gun violence. I feel like that's kind of like an oxymoron. That's like saying water bottle violence. You know, <laughs> an inanimate object is not violent until we pick it up and we put it to use that way. So uh, uh, what's really violent is people. And yeah. it will, and because of 
because of human nature, it will always exist. And because it will always exist, it is our duty as a human being to make sure that we are prepared, actively prepared for human violence at all times. Yeah. So that gun can't fire all by itself? Well, you know. <laughs> we got cars that drive uh, themselves. The, cars, right, the, the way cars the technology goes, themselves? yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could. But we're talking just standard everyday society. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, let's do a quick round of the uh, name that tune. Let's have some fun here. So we got songs from the '80s, popular songs from the '80s. All right, fun. so this this one's from 1983. All right, here we go. Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Time after time after time. All right, here we go. This one is from 19. Wait, this one say. Oh, this one doesn't have a year on it. Here we go. Under pressure. Under pressure. What? Oh, my gosh. I'm kicking myself because I know who this is. And Queen. I... Queen. There you go. That's right, Jay. That's right. Under pressure. All right, here's the next one. Benatar. There yes. Pat Benatar. Benatar. 1983. Love is a battlefield. All the good, all the great music is gone. <laughs> yeah. All right, switching gears. We got. We'll do two more here. We got one from. Okay, switching gears to songs that either have won or were nominated for a Grammy. Here we go. 2002. Uh, um, I know the song, but I can't think of the artist. Alicia Keys. Nah, whatever happened to her? Oh, really? Really? I didn't know that. I didn't realize that either. Wow. All right. Next song. Phil Collins. Or was it was it was it the other band? No, it's Phil. Oh, Genesis. Okay. 1991. Yeah. Genesis. That was the band, right? Great concert. Yeah. Here's another one. Seal. Seal. Yep. Kiss from a rose. Yep. Might as well finish out. We, we got two more, so let's go ahead and do the rest of them. 2010. This was nominated in 2010 Uh-oh. for a Grammy. Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, you said you weren't going to do good. You did yeah, you got four or five. Surprise me. You got good on this. This is your genre. <laughs> All right, last song. Here we go. 2017 winner. Oh man, um, Adele. Adele. There we go. That's right. She's an amazing singer, man. Yeah, she's got a great Very voice. original artist. Fantastic. All I know is Zeppelin is 50 this year. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Nice. 50 years of Zeppelin. They got together in 68. Wow. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Who says that anymore, you know? All right, here we go. Let's tell you something good. So every every week we want to tell you something positive, a positive story in the news. Here's something for you. Tell me something good. All right, so this guy, he wore in need of kidney on his T-shirt at Disney World, and it ended up saving his life. A New Jersey father who wore a T-shirt at Disney last summer went underwent kidney transplant uh, this week in New York. Robert Lebowski uh, 60 years old, who has been in need of a new kidney for three years and after suffering from chronic kidney disease, never imagines how this magical family vacation to the uh, Magic Kingdom would actually turn out. This is amazing, he said. Rocio and Juan Sandoval took a picture of it and said, Do you mind if I post it? Within the first week, 90,000 Facebook shares, 
three days of walking around in the park, my phone wouldn't stop ringing. Richie Sully, a father from of two from Fort Wayne, Indiana, saw Sandoval's post and knew that he wanted to help Lebowski. Wow. Lebowitz. I broke down and I screamed, of course. But yes, of course, everybody's ignoring you anyway. Uh, getting a phone call. Words can't explain. This guy is saving my life. He's saving my life. He's giving me more time with my kids. Sully and Lebowski were reported doing well after surgery uh, Thursday at New York Presbyterian Cornell Medical Center. How about that? Wow. Bravo. The power of social media. Right. You know, if, if social media was used like that, like predominantly, I, c- I couldn't even imagine how much better the world would get if it was just that. Yeah. Just used like that. Yeah. You know, no more posting about your, you know, your food and your problems. Yeah. Just, yeah. just post about like, what does the world need? Let's all get together and do it. You know, I like it. All right, here we go. Lightning round. The lightning round. I am so good at lightning rounds. <laughs> I majored in lightning rounds. <laughs> all righty, here we go. Top tips, nuggets of advice. Jay Smith, a snoop. Hey, if you're thinking about listing this year, have us come out and do an inspection. Find out what things you may want to fix. Take, take your time. Get it fixed. List that house and sell it. Yeah, that's right. Save that second round of negotiations that happens so many times in that case, especially over if you're homeless. Over and over and over again. Ten years older, get it inspected. Yep. Definitely. Joe Harrison, Harrison Martial Arts. Well, here we go. I would say uh, everybody. You know, so, uh, so this shout-out really goes to, or, or nuggets of advice goes out to parents and students. I'm just going to leave it at that. Parents and students, um, get together as a family. Get completely get together as a family and openly discuss the issues right now when it comes to school shootings. I know that might not be comfortable. Right. I know you don't want your kids to know that that's a real thing, but it is. Yeah. They should be aware of it. It should be discussed. And it should be discussed as a family. All kinds of things like what should we do if A? What should we do if B? Bomb threat. And we had one of those of at, our, at our daughter's yeah. school. Make sure back. your kids are safe first. Because if every parent in the school talks to their kids about the possibility of a shooting or, or some, kind of, some, kind of, uh, some kind of incident, then it would mean a safer school. So don't leave it up to the officials. Don't leave it up to anybody else. Don't outsource the safety of your kids, you know. So what do you what do you tell them though, Joe? I mean, well, you, you run run and try to hide, and get under a desk. What do you what do you tell well, them? Well, like I said earlier, you, you 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 know, you're a parent. You talk to your children. and Say first thing is you start asking questions. Look, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it going in school? Have you noticed any anything different? Or is there anything you want want to talk about? Any, are you, any, any of your friends trying to talk to you about things that um that that are scaring you? You know, just communication. Yeah. Communication, that's what I would say. You see something, say something. Yeah, you see something, say something. Make sure you report it. I know your friend might not like you afterwards. You might lose a friend, but it's either lose a friend or people lose their lives. Yeah, could even be a stranger. You know, they had a a book bag that had some electrical parts hanging out of it. And and that's what happened uh, just just a few weeks back over at uh, Tarpon Springs, whatever school it was. Right, right. Exactly. So, So, I mean, that that would be my my nug of advice. And I I know it's probably not going to be comfortable, but... You know, and as far as the kids go, as far as the, you know, the, the teenagers and stuff like that, uh, just, you know, be really careful. Uh, keep an eye open uh, w- with your classmates. Uh, you don't know who's on edge. So yeah. just keep an eye open. And if you have to tell a teacher, tell a teacher. That's right. If you have to tell the principal or whoever, just say something. Yep. You know, like these kids in, uh, back in Columbine, there were kids that knew. Yep. There were kids exactly. that knew that was going to happen. And they yeah. just said nothing because they didn't want to be the one that, you know, that said anything. So that's that's what I would say. 
Hey, I want to thank our expert contributors, Jay Smith, A. Snoop Inspection. Reach out to Jay for all of your residential, commercial, home inspections. And also Joe Harrison, owner of Harrison Martial Arts, self-defense expert uh, right here locally in Clearwater. Go reach out and get over there and check out his studio. And we want to thank all of our expert contributors, our listeners, our viewers of our TV show on WeBeam TV as well, 10 a.m. daily, Monday through Friday, 5 o'clock drive time, 1380 The Biz, syndicated on the weekends on FM 1025 The Bone. And go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. And we'll see you next time here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz.